0: I'm Chief Cheryl Victorian. This is Waco PD on the Beat. Whether it's crime or just getting to know the Waco Police Department, we're here to talk about things that matter most to you. Hello
1: and welcome to Waco PD on the Beat. I'm Sierra Shapley, the Public Information Officer.
0: And I'm Officer A.J. Smith, the Crime Stoppers Coordinator for McLennan County.
1: And we have got Officer Whitney Odding with us today. Hello. She's going to talk about uh, her life as an officer. Why she wanted to be one, kind of what what drew her here, which I think we can all we'll all figure out at some point, for it, sure. In the next like five minutes, we'll I'm, figure I'm, it out. I'm positive. <laughs> Hopefully, we talk
0: about some more too. She does a lot. She does a, a other lot. Activities to talk about.
1: Yes, yes. I I would say as one of uh, as a patrol officer, definitely one of the ones that go. I mean, they all go above and beyond. I don't want to hurt anyone feel hurt anyone's feelings, but. You are always trying to do some exciting, fun activity in the community. Yeah, I do a lot. That's for sure. <laughs> I enjoy it. Yes. Okay. So let's just start out. So why why did you want to become a police officer?
2: Well, the two-second answer is just my dad. So my dad actually was uh, with the Waco Police Department for 24 years. Um, he retired a few years ago, and he's now over at MCC, McClendon Community College, is the chief there. Um, But he was here for 24 years. He started back uh, in 1993 here, so aging him a little bit. Sorry, Dad. Um, That was before I was born. So I grew up in this department. I grew up in Waco PD. I grew up with the men and women here, and I kind of got to see the camaraderie, see the difference that they made, and just see them be leaders and pillars in the community, and I really liked it. So that was kind of what led me to start my law enforcement
1: journey, was my dad. Very cool, very cool. So how long have you been here at Waco PD now? So
2: I've been here a total of nine years almost. In December, it'll be nine years. Um, Three years, I was a dispatcher. And then in 2015, I got hired as a police officer. So almost seven years, I've been a police officer.
1: Okay, that's awesome. You started out as a dispatcher. I didn't know that. Did, is that something you wanted to try first before trying to be a police officer? Or did you think you maybe would like that more? No, it was one of those get my foot into
2: the department and kind of uh, get going, start my retirement early, like that kind of <laughs> move. Smart. smart. Yeah, so Very I kind of started early. Um, but I love the department and I wanted to get involved. And I really enjoyed my time in dispatch and I really value my time there because I actually learned a lot.
1: So right. it was great. Right, definitely learn it from the other side before you even get onto the street, which I think probably helped you a lot from a a dispatcher standpoint because I know talking over the radio, there's a lot lot of miscommunication that can happen. Yeah, not to mention it wasn't as big of a
2: culture shock and it wasn't as big of like shocking of the things that I would see and the things that I would engage in because I kind of heard it and I heard it on the phone, so I got kind of more of an idea. Mm -hmm. And then whenever I'm brand new and you don't really know anything when you first start, you know the law, but you need to learn how to (laughs) apply it.
1: Right. Um,
2: I I already knew the radio, so it was one less thing I had to worry about. Mm-hmm. I already knew the computer system, so it was a lot easier of a transition for me than other officers.
0: Okay. And like, so we used to be beat partners. We so did. She kind of helped teach ah. me when I was fresh off the streets, and a lot of the computer stuff, and giving just like a an understanding of what dispatch is actually doing versus the the rumors that other officers might have. It's like hey, no, like, this is actually what they're doing. This is why X, Y, and Z are having to happen. So to me, that was invaluable to have her kind of explain things, like, dumb it down to my level so that I understood, okay, like, (laughs) dispatch is having to do a lot more than just, like, put me on standby. Standby. Like, she explained, like, hey, there's, like, 30 things going on, so you're still important, but they've got other priorities going on. So.
1: Yeah, if you've ever been up into that room, it's uh, it's hectic, it's scary. It can be chaos, yeah. but it's kind of like an
2: organized chaos. They right. handle yeah. it really well up there. Mm-hmm. It's really impressive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. And,
0: and because all you hear on the radio is standby, and it's very calm, and it's not like everything's on fire. You're like, you said that so <laughs> calm, why are you telling me to stand by? <laughs> and you
2: hear all the phones ringing in the background, so yes. you know it's going crazy up there. Yes, yeah, I tuned that out. I <laughs> 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 you're like, tell me what to do. <laughs>
0: So did you become a dispatcher before you were 21?
2: Yeah, I was 18.
0: Okay, so you, you couldn't have been a police officer, so that's perfect for somebody that, like, you wanted knew what they wanted to do. They just mm-hmm. get into it early.
2: Yeah, and right whenever I turned 21 was whenever I got hired. Okay. And I
1: started, like, the academy, I think, a month after I turned 21. Okay, nice. So
2: it was, it was really quick.
1: Very good. Yeah. And is that kind of because of your dad, you just knew? I mean, yeah. just being here, you're like, this is what I'm going to do.
2: Yeah, I just knew. Because, like, whenever I was little, little, I wanted to be like, most kids, I wanted to be like a vet. and I wanted to be like a teacher. Yes. And then whenever I started really understanding, I was
1: like, no, my dad's really cool. That's really cool. <laughs> 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 I'm a bit cool like my dad. I'm going to be cool like him. So, I like that. That's good. So what would you say we're going to talk about, I want to like hold off on this Special Olympic stuff for now. Okay. But besides that, which we'll get into, what's your favorite part about being a police officer?
2: You know, it's kind of a hard question because it's a broad topic because I love... Almost everything about my job. Um, However, there is just something about, we always say that nobody calls 911 to just say hey to the police. Nobody calls to just be like, how's your day going? I'm having a great day. Right. They're calling because they need someone. They need help, and they need professionals to come in and help the situation. And something about that, being the person that someone needs most in that moment, is very rewarding to me and getting to help my community and leave it a better place than whenever I started is just something that I really love
1: right right so your dad being at Waco PD you're Waco you were born in Waco then
2: I was born in Waco raised half in Waco half in Gatesville okay because um, my parents are divorced so I lived half and half um, but really just kind of took Waco in as my community even though I ra- was raised kind of somewhere else for the most part mm-hmm. something about Waco drew me in the community was great uh, this department's great, so I just I made roots here in Waco.
1: Yeah, I, I mean I gotta say our community is definitely it's amazing. I, yeah. th- they're awesome people yeah. for sure. I, mean, I am very thankful for the community that we're in and and what we get to do. It it makes our it makes your guys's job a lot easier. Oh, as so well. much
0: easier. It really does. And I mean Waco sucks everybody in. It seems yeah, like you, <laughs> that, know?
1: you know, I've heard that before. So when I first moved here, they're like. Just wait for the Waco suck. I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, it's going to suck you in. Mm -hmm. And here I am. My husband's from Chicago, and here he is. (laughs) So,
2: I mean, it's just, I don't know. Something about Waco draws people to it. It's amazing. It
1: just pulls you in. I like it. Okay, so when so Special Olympics, Mm -hmm. let's talk about what that is and when you took
2: it over. So, yeah, my title there is the liaison uh, for the Special Olympics through the Waco Police Department. So any, like, Activity that goes on kind of goes through me. I push it out and get officers there. So, first off, Special Olympics is a global movement that will create inclusion and community with every single person, um, no matter what your ability or your disability is. Um, so it's actually amazing to be a part of it. Um, I took that over, I think, in 2019, 2018 or 2019, um, from my predecessor who needed to give it up at the time. Um, however... COVID happened at that moment. kind of shut us down a little bit, understandably so. Um, so we're just now starting to kind of get back up and get moving. Um, but the law enforcement portion is involved in what we call LETR, which is a law enforcement torch run. We're involved in much other activities and other fundraising events, but the main one is the LETR. Um, it actually was created in 1981 by a Wichita, Kansas police chief. Um And so for the past 35 years, law enforcement has been involved in it, um, raising funds and awareness for the Special Olympics. And actually, right now, there are 97,000 law enforcement entities and members involved in the LETR. And in those 35 years, we've raised globally around $600 million. For uh, Special Olympics. I just got chills. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. 35 years worth of it. Uh, and all that funding goes directly to the Special Olympics, so it's good for their um, anything that they might need, like any other competitions, their lodging, their equipment, if they can't get sponsorships, things like that. Um, but it all goes directly to them. And half the time, we're volunteering our time to be a, a part of this, or we're running, things like that, trying to do anything to raise awareness and funds.
1: Very good. And so why why did you, so it sounds like that you kind of were already a little bit involved before you took it over. Is that correct? Uh, very little. Very but little. I, yeah. Okay. So, so what kind of drew you to wanting to take charge in that? There was one
2: pivotal moment that happened, and it, it's kind of cheesy, but I um, used to be like really out of shape, and I was a horrible runner and things like that. And I actually ran my first ever torch run with Assistant Chief Lanning. Um, who pushed me through it. It was great. Um, but we carried the torch, the lit torch. We ran with it, and we passed it on in between runners as we ran. Um, and at the end of it, uh, Assistant Chief Lanning ran and got the torch and gave it to me and told me to run it across the suspension bridge because um, that was the our final leg. That was it. Once we passed the suspension bridge, it was over. And so I got the opportunity to run the torch across the bridge, and there were athletes at the end of the bridge waiting for us to be done with the run. And that moment is hard to describe to people, but the looks on their faces and the excitement and their enthusiasm was just intoxicating. It was so fun and an amazing moment. And then I really realized it's not just we're supporting them. They're supporting us as well. It's like a community and a family. Mm -hmm. And I knew then I needed to be involved. Um, So when the opportunity came to me, They sent an email out and was like, hey, whoever wants to take over this position, let me know. We'll pick somebody. I don't think I've ever responded to an email as fast. (laughs) I think my fingers were on fire trying to tell them, I want this position, please give it to me. And then I took it from there. So it was mainly just one big pivotal moment of I need to do this.
1: The Waco Police Department Crime-Free Housing Program is designed to build a partnership between police and owners or managers of rental properties to keep drugs and other illegal activity off property.
0: This program calls on management to make steps toward providing a clean and safe living environment for the citizens of Waco by asking them to spend a little time and a little money to benefit their residents. This will also benefit the property managers as well.
1: For more information on the Crime-Free Housing Program, visit the Waco Police Department website at wacopolice.com. Wow, nice. that's awesome. Yeah. And why would you say it's so important for officers like yourself to take on roles like this and and take on those extra You know, whether it be volunteer, just a fun experience, activity to do outside in the community. Well, patrol is
2: going to be the people that the community see. We're the ones that are out and about in the cars. We're the ones that are answering the the calls for service. So it's good for us to get extra involved in our community because these are the people that we're serving every day. They're going to see me. So instead of seeing me as Officer Otting with the Waco Police Department, maybe they'll see me as Whitney, the person who just went and did this fundraising event with them the other day. So I'm here to help you.
0: yeah. Right, right. Kind of let kids and other people in the community see you, so it's not just you're showing up on that bad day. It's like, that's what I love about being in community outreach now. It's like, I'm not (laughs) just showing up because someone's having a bad day. Like, I'm getting there beforehand and hopefully building a relationship so that when they see you, they're like, okay, she's got a badge. He also had a badge. He was here for something good, so maybe she can bring good out of the situation.
2: Right, and not to mention with, with the Special Olympics, you're dealing with every type of disability, So you could have some sensory disabilities in there as well. So when you show up with all the flashy stuff and your radio's going and and everything's making a lot of sound, they could be frightened by that. Well, if they see me and they get to know me, maybe whenever that person or that athlete or whoever really needs me, they won't be as frightened to come to me and ask for help or Mm -hmm. take the help that I'm willing to
1: provide. That's true and you never think about it from that standpoint as well of just like you said that sensory overload can be really hard on on those on those citizens so that's good that you're there and out there getting Noticed and interacting with them. There's a lot of different events you guys do a lot. So I mean, there's like a wide range. Like we went from serving food to jumping in a very cold pool of water. Very cold. <laughs> <laughs> so talk about just
2: the different events that you do throughout the year. It really just depends on what all we're able to do. So COVID really kind of stops us. Um, but we can do anything as far as I think they've done plane pulls before where they pull mm. a plane. What? I'm trying to get together a fire truck pull. Um, but COVID, touching things, and yeah. so we're kind of putting a hold on that. But I'm trying to get together, like, fire truck poles, putting a, tr- a fire truck in neutral, putting a rope to it, and let's go. <laughs> and um, getting awareness that way and raising some funds that way. We can do um, any sort of torch run or 5Ks or anything like that, um, as well as our biggest one is the tip a
1: Right, yeah, that Tip-a-Cop. What tip that's for those that don't know. Oh, so that's Which also I would like to point out before we continue, I did not realize it's tip a cop. Yeah. What did and you think it was? I for I was putting the entire word together and I my brain could not understand what a tip a cop was. Oh. It's like,
0: Spanish for give money to special olympics.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it was just for a few days I was like what is a tip a cop? <laughs> and I could tip a cop. <laughs> so in case anyone has the same brain I do, Now we know. Yeah. It's like
2: (laughs) give a tip. Yes. So that is normally through Texas Roadhouse. um, And what we do is, is we team up with them and we come in our uniforms and we're basically the waiter or the waitress. And we are providing your food and your drink, which is actually like mind boggling to me whenever I've never worked in the food industry and watching just how meticulous it can be and how, like, organized they have to be. I got a whole new different respect for the Texas Roadhouse workers (laughs) when I went and did that. It was amazing. Um, But you end up leaving money, leave, quote-unquote, tips, and all that money goes directly to the Special Olympics. We also uh, sell T-shirts there, um, and that's just a way. That's one of their biggest fundraisers is that event.
1: Very good.
0: When is that coming up?
2: Um, Right now, it should be later on in the year. I know they're trying to get one together right now in March with a local, um, like a restaurant here that would be local to Waco, like a mom and pop type thing to try to support our community as well as the Special Olympics together. Um, But right now, whenever I was making the phone calls, it was during that really bad freeze. And so, of course, Mm -hmm. everybody was focusing on surviving, not (laughs) on, you know, tip
1: of cops. (laughs) Yes. Very good. Well, and, and I would say, is this something that, Special Olympics activities and events, do they go on throughout the year? Yeah, year-round. Okay, very good. I just, to be honest, look
2: at the website and see what's going on, and then when my person reaches out to me, I just push it out to the department.
0: (laughs) Our ride-along program is a great opportunity to get to know what it's like to be an officer for a day. By simply filling out an application, you can ride in a patrol car with an officer on duty to see what it's like to serve and protect your community. You cannot, however, ride if you have an active warrant.
1: The ride-along program is monitored based on COVID-19 cases. Currently, cases have been low enough to reopen this program. And we request that you ride along for a minimum of two hours, and rides are not available on Thursdays. But for additional guidelines on submitting a ride-along request, you can visit the Waco Police Department and ask for a ride-along form. <laughs> so Yeah, and just recently you guys did slide. And I emphasize on the sliding. Yeah, they didn't it.
2: tell us we were sliding.
1: <laughs> into
0: a very. That makes it so much worse. Uh,
1: you so weren't worse. there. I was, I, I was I there. Specifically I specifically saw, there.
0: okay, this is when the polar plunges. I'm going to go on vacation. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I <I'm busy>. had <laughs> a very traumatic experience <laughs> with cold water as a kid, and I don't like cold water.
2: Yeah, so that was the polar plunge. I
0: don't even drink ice water. <laughs>
2: Ugh. That was the polar plunge. And um, what that was is we went to the Hawaiian Falls here in Waco. And we thought we were just going to jump in the water and, like, jump out. Well, they had a different plan for us. They were like, no, you're going to go down the slide. So – With the cold running water. Yeah, with the cold water. So as soon as you hit it, oh, my gosh. Someone told me, like, the technical term for it, but it took your breath away. It was so cold. One, it rained, like, the night before. Mm -hmm. And then it was 50 – no, 46 degrees when we got in. It's called hypothermia. Yeah. It kills people. It does. And the wind was blowing – so fast that it was like blowing over all of their decorations and all the stuff into the water. It was, it was a whole thing. Um, However, it was a great experience. Um, I just wouldn't call it necessarily a fun experience, but it was great. It Um, was for a good, it was for a great cause and I enjoyed it. I'll do it again for sure. They could call me up tomorrow and ask me to do it because it raised money Um, on a freezing cold day. And that polar plunge was put out last minute on a freezing cold day. Mm -hmm um in the i mean bright and early after a freeze right i still raised like two thousand dollars that day just from really? a few people
1: jumping in the water that's awesome yeah. so and i would say too even though that the the water was so cold the weather just sucked yes it just was all overall just not like a an exciting like we're not too excited to get in this <laughs> cold water but still, everyone was just really happy to be there. Did you see? I mean, you took photographs
2: I of did. us. Our faces when we came out of the water. That was the best part. We were so like, oh, my gosh. Like, it <laughs> actually, it looked like we were having a great time. And it, when it was all over and I got unfrozen, it
1: was actually a really fun time. Like, <laughs> it's hard to explain. Yeah. Did you ever get unfrozen, though? Because I know it, we had a few people that said they did not get warm. Well, my feet. The
2: entire day. My feet didn't. Um, mm-hmm. But I had to go work after that. So oh. I had to go get back out in it. But yeah. everything else was fine. My 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 tootsies got cold. <laughs> everything else was
1: great. So, oh my goodness. So why you know why is this so? Okay, remind me again the year that you took this over. I think twenty nineteen. Okay, so now we're in twenty twenty two. What is that? Two three. Four.
0: Two to three, depending on when.
1: Yeah, it's about three years. About three years. Bad at math. You're fine. Uh, what has been the best experience so far besides the, the torch when we talked about the suspension bridge, since you've taken Mm -hmm. it over, what's been your favorite experience? I really liked typical, but
2: there's something, we did a tennis competition, um, where we went out there and we got to be a part of their tennis competition. And there's just something about actually getting out there and getting active and physical and doing stuff. We didn't play with them, but we ran back and forth with them and cheered them on and and caught their tennis balls and stuff like that. It's something about that, that was by far probably my most favorite event. And it was just because it was so fun and they were laughing and they were having a good time. Um, But then at the end of it, we got to put medals around the winner's necks and that their faces were just, it was so fun, it was great.
1: And this is volunteer work, all volunteer work, right? Mm -hmm. The only
2: time that it might be different is if that's that person's normal shift and they get approval from a supervisor to go over there instead. Um, but for like me, there's not been one day that I've been out there that I've gotten paid for it, nor has it been any of the people who have come with me thus far. Um, the only thing that was different was my very first tip of cop in twenty nineteen. I think it was when we took over, which by the way, we raised the most money in McLennan County oh, on that time okay. that I took let's, over. Let's brag for um, a second. Just pat myself on the back yes, just a little bit. That's awesome. Um, it was great. Hit the clap button. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. And then I uh I got more agencies involved that had ever been involved. I had Robinson. I had the McLennan, or the McClendon Community College because I have a good in, my dad. Uh, <laughs> I had the chief out there. Um, you had Waco. The sheriff's office was there, which they have their own liaison as well. So there's someone else in McClendon County doing uh, kind of the same thing I'm doing as well. Um, but there was just a lot of agencies. I think Lacey Lakeview might have been involved. I can't really remember. But there was a lot of agencies there, and we raised the most money in a very, very long time. So I was really happy with that.
0: That's awesome. Yeah.
1: That is very cool. So now that, you know, COVID's kind of slowed things down a little bit, Mm -hmm. hopefully we're getting a little bit better now. But are you excited kind of for the future? Like, What are are you most looking forward to?
2: I just, I want to get back into it. Because in 2019, we were going and things were moving and grooving and we had so many plans. This fire truck pull was going to happen. And then it was like COVID, which was understandable. And we needed to keep people safe. So now it's kind of slowed down. Well, we did the polar plunge because that was a little bit easier. You send one person down at a time, and we can social distance. We can we can do all of that. Um, so I'm hoping that we can kind of get some more events going on and just okay. get
1: out in our community more because right. that's that's what I'm most excited for. Yeah, and I feel like I know the answer. But what what pushes you to do all this? What what keeps you coming to work every day? Keeps you volunteering all the time and being active in your community? Why do you do it? I would say, to be honest, my community. I think that had I not
2: had the support that I have of the community and, of course, my family, um, I think that I probably still wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Um, I love my job. I love my community. And I think that all of it just keeps pushing me to do more and be
1: better for them every day. Yeah, and I think that goes with like you said, the support from your family too, and even the support from the community. Mm-hmm. And how important is that support from an officer's viewpoint? Oh, it's it's everything. So because we go to some to some bad stuff,
2: and AJ, you can you can testify for it. We go to some stuff that really is just it's hard, and our our bodies and our brains are not meant to see and do the things that we see and do. Um, so the support from our families is everything. My my dad's a cop. My husband's a cop. Um, and then my brother rode out with me the other day, so I got to intertwine the love of my family for the love of my profession, and he got to watch me do cool things and <laughs> and get out there and do what I love to do. And it just I don't know it motivated me to 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 stick with it and work harder and things like that.
0: Is do it? you hate crime? Do you like money? Then call Crime Stoppers and help us arrest bad guys by providing information that leads to an arrest or solves a felony case. You can earn up to two thousand dollars. Call. Two five four seven five 753 help which is 4357 for those of you that don't remember the good old days of texting. And additionally, you can now call Star Star Tips, which is way easier to remember. If you call Star Star Tips, it'll connect you to somebody in the area. And then when you hang up, it'll send you a text message where you can add additional information as you get it. Help us solve crime and make up to $2,000 in the process.
1: That's right. By sending in a tip, it's completely anonymous. And if it leads to an arrest, you could earn up to $2,000 in a reward. And just to remind you all, tipping ain't snitching.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that support really is what makes it easy. Yeah. Having the community be so supportive of us and encouraging us daily. Like, I'm sure it still happens. But when I was on patrol every day, somebody, if not multiple people, would thank me for what I'm doing. I'm like, I'm... I'm just here, like, thank you, you know. Thank right. you for supporting us because you make it a lot easier right. to do this.
1: Right. Yeah. I think that sometimes, and, I mean, you guys can speak to this. I'm not an officer, but just being here for the amount of time that I have been, you guys don't do this job for the thank yous and for the praise. No, no I, I, truly be- I truly believe. I truly, yeah.
0: I don't know how to say, like, like what do you say when someone you're, says you're thank you? are welcome. I don't I'm know. Like, uh, yeah, you're welcome to make yeah. it seem like it's going to be an awkward conversation. Like, I'm very thankful And you're welcome just doesn't seem to express that gratuity. It's
2: weird. It's we do it because I I still truly, truly believe this job is a calling. I don't believe this job is for everyone. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can be taught to do this job. I think that it's a calling in your heart and your soul are meant to do it. And when you thank me for doing what I feel like I should be doing, it's kind of confusing. It's like, hey, thanks for breathing. You're doing great. (laughs) Your body just does it. Like, it's just a thing. So we just we do it. Um. So it's hard when they thank me. I mean, it's very rewarding and very fulfilling, but it is an awkward conversation of I don't know what to say back to it. I made a traffic stop the other day and someone rolled down the window and was like, thank you, wake PD is awesome. And they just kept going. (laughs) And I was like, that was amazing. I've never
0: heard that. I've had people yell at me, but it's never that nice. Yeah, it was really, (laughs) right. But it was really
1: fun. It was, it was, it was just great. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think that that is really really cool. Now we do have our civil service test coming up shortly. We do anything. Let me think about what you would say to those people who might be going to start this process soon. What would you say to them, or even someone who might want to be an officer?
2: I think that if you have the heart and soul for it, you have the attitude for it, and you have the mindset for it, then do it. If if you have any questions or any doubts. The Waco Police Department is amazing about doing write-outs. They're amazing about we have a a personnel unit who will talk to you and explain to you the ins and outs, and they will probably take away any of that doubt, and you will be for sure of whether or not you want to do it or not. Um, But I would say if it's something that your heart and soul feels like you should do, then do it. And I'll be out at the civil service testing because nine times out of ten I'm there. (laughs) Um, And I'm always at the front of the line, and I'm the one that calls the names out and puts them in the car. Um, So I'll be there. And people can talk to me, and I normally answer a lot of questions while right, I'm there.
1: Right, And I will say, as someone who is not a sworn officer, I did the agility part of the civil service test last time. <laughs> and if I can do it, anyone can, honestly. yeah, yeah. I mean, because that was tough. Yeah, and a t- lot
2: of people are, con- are concerned about the agility portion, and it's really not that bad. The only thing that people are worried about is the wall. Um, the six foot or that whatever it is. That was the easiest part. Yeah, well, because it's chain link, so we just tell them, get your toes into it and climb up it if you have to. You don't yeah. have to jump it. Yeah. I can't tell you, I don't really jump fences out here. I kind of just kind of no, hop over them and roll over them. <laughs> I, I <laughs> was
0: about to say, the one or two times I've actually tried to hop a fence, it just broke and I just went through it. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I can't say that I've ever hopped a fence in a job capacity. No.
2: And normally most of them aren't that tall, so they're yeah. normal chain link and you just kind of, like, put yourself over it real quick.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if, You know, if the agility test is your hesitation in uh, filling out an application, like start talking to our recruiting people now because we've got run with a cop or it's a really catchy name. I think it's run with a cop. And basically like for two or three Saturdays, you come, you run through that, and we give you pointers. And, I mean, we want you to succeed. If this is really what you feel called to do, we're not going to try to scare you away from it. We want to help you. We want to have you succeed.
2: Yeah, and if you've never see if you've never been to the civil service thing yet because I know that you haven't been here like lo- as many like hirings and all that. Mm-hmm. If you haven't been, I would like highly recommend going because watching them run and watching the officers on the sideline yelling and cheering at them is like really good. It's like really big camaraderie because we right. want them to be here.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. We need people. Yeah. We do. And absolutely we need we good people. people. We need yep. good people. Mm-hmm. Dedicated people. So, if that's you, then Come on over. Put your application in. <laughs> and you could hang out with us. You could. Yeah. How much fun is that? You can do Special Olympics things. Yes. Yeah, it's great. You
0: can get in the water for me.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> Listen, although it I'll
0: supervise. It might
1: not hey, I, I watched them and even though like I said it, it looked really miserable i said i was gonna do it next year you did i my, said i was gonna
2: do it my end goal don't tell anybody is to get the chief to do it because uh the chief was like what day i'm busy okay. so i'm like i'm, I'm with aj that day uh, yeah yeah i'm with aj we're, we're out doing something that's not that yeah. um so sh- i've got her to commit to show up next year okay and i believe her because if she says she's gonna do it she's gonna do she it she will so, but she won't tell me she's getting in the water because I don't think she wants to do it. So my end goal, end game here, mm-hmm. is to get the chief in the water. All right. Okay. Maybe I can get her to owe me enough favors. Probably not. It's <laughs> <laughs> the chief, but maybe but I can I get think it.
1: Maybe if we just get her there, she's gonna watch how much fun we're having, and then she's gonna leave. She's <laughs> gonna <get> <laughs> 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 and then she's gonna be like, "Great, I'm good." <laughs> no, I think that'll that'll get her in the water. Well, the assistant chief jumped in. That's so true. we had an assistant chief get like, in. Like all I had to do. Her designee. Was Yes, all <laughs> I <had> wanted to <laughs> <laughs> All I had to do was show up and I was like, "Man, that looks fun." It was fun. I mean, I would be freezing, but that looks fun. Yeah. Still still wanted to jump in after that. We came running out of that water though. Oh yeah. The, uh, the pictures were just great. Yeah.
2: I looked like I was having a great time. You
1: did. You had the biggest smile. It was really cold. <laughs> it did look
0: smile. like. Like the pictures made me wish I was there, but still like cold water made me glad I was Oh, yeah. But oh, maybe no, if someone is listening to this podcast and someone will donate $5,000, I will do it. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Let's do Two it. Special Two Special Olympics. If you donate $5,000 to Special Olympics, I will go against every instinct in my body and get in the water.
2: <laughs> Fight or flight, definitely right. set in. Like, yeah, someone's oh, going to sure. have to
0: make sure there's, like, 20 lifeguards on standby because <laughs> I'm going to forget how to swim <laughs> again. Just going
1: to, like, <laughs> just, like, plank. How just to swim. Sink. Sink. Yeah. sink to the don't, bottom.
0: Don't tell my old swim coach, but I forgot how to swim. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm telling you, just go. If you just go and watch, you're going to want to do it. Yeah, I'm uh, telling That's what happened to no. me. No.
0: If someone donates to Special Olympics, I will do
2: it all right you can also sign up and people can donate like for you to get in the water so you can oh. put your name mm. on it and then they put money into you as an individual of getting in
1: the water I so maybe we could get the chief and that's the wa- how we get the chief in the water <laughs> <laughs> no <one tells> <laughs> chief if you're listening don't listen don't listen <laughs> we'll get you in the water one day one yeah. day <laughs> oh my goodness well thank you Whitney for joining us on Waco PD on the beat anything else that you'd like to or talk about or not particularly Something. i just i'm looking forward to the next civil
2: service test and getting some more officers in here and hopefully one day can work with someone who's listening to this podcast right now
1: heck yeah that's right well thank you guys so much again i'm sierra shipley the public information officer
0: and i'm officer AJ smith the crime stoppers coordinator for mcclennan county
1: see you later waco.
0: waco pd on the beat the heartbeat serving